Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of what used to be Godly, Godly Babes. Babes. But we do have an announcement that we have a new name, and it is Chasing, Chasing Holy. Holy. And guys, if you haven't, if you weren't able to tell already, Gigi is back. Yes, so. I'm back and I'm feeling great. Glory to God. Glory to God. And um, we do have guests today. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to introduce yourself, <coughs> yo yo yo, it's your boy, it's your boy Matt. I'm Gigi's boyfriend. Yep. Uh, this is a. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep going. This is uh, Jaden, um, India's boyfriend. We're here today. We're gonna be uh, hopping on their podcast because we're gonna be talking about relationships today. Relationships. Yes. Hey. Godly relationships. Godly relationships. There you go. And basically, just misconceptions that people have about godly relationships. Mm. Right. right. So, but explain before what we... a misconception is. Okay, so a misconception. Who it's, wait? Do you want me to explain? Like, well, no, yeah, just anybody. It's basically know. like a myth. Yes. Of, um, you know, a myth yeah, that everybody general. something right. that people think is right, but it's not yeah. truly exactly. right. So, um, <clears throat> because I, I want to add one thing too, because like anybody can be listening to this, and we're talking about godly relationships. So we want to make sure that when we're talking about godly relationships, we're talking about a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, because yes. the Bible says that right. a man should right. leave his father and mother and cleave to his mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Right. So because you're in a relationship, you may be in a relationship with another guy, and your guy that's not godly. You know, right. we're not doing that to discriminate you or to condemn you, right. but. The whole purpose of speaking the truth is so you can be set free. So we right, want to first right. establish that that when you're listening to this podcast, you're being taught the truth and preached the truth so you can be set free from any liars or deceit from Satan himself. Exactly. So, yes. <clears throat> so before we get started, let's get into prayer. Yeah? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this time we have. Lord, we just pray that you'll move in this podcast. Touch the hearers and the listeners, Lord God, in this podcast. Touch us, oh God. I pray that, God, you will cover us in your blood, that your spirit move in, Lord God, this place, oh God. Give us the understanding, the wisdom, oh God, to go further, Lord God, into your kingdom. I pray that, Lord God, as, as people listen to this, oh God, that their souls become saved, <clears throat> that they trust in you, Lord God, and follow you, Lord Jesus, and desire you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I mean, <coughs> RGD, you're up. <laughs> okay, so one misconception mm-hmm. about godly relationships is dating will take away the feeling of loneliness. That is a lie from the pit of hell, okay? Why? Because the only one who can um, feel that feeling of loneliness is Jesus Christ. Right. He, he's the one who can fill every void. Having a girlfriend <coughs> can't do that. Having a boyfriend can't do that. Your friends can't do that only Jesus right and in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 not 23 33 it says seek the kingdom above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need Mm. so when you're seeking Jesus when you have a personal relationship with Jesus everything will be added to you. you will be made whole you will receive love and um joy and all that other stuff you know so Dating will not take away the feeling of loneliness. I'm glad that you said that because mm-hmm. my verse is also Matthew 6:33. Yeah. Um so in this verse if you guys don't know Jesus was giving a teaching about money and possessions. But our true tre- treasure is in heaven and we should not worry about our treasures on earth because they'll fade at the right. end of the day. And he goes on to tell us not to worry 
because God is our provider for every moment of our lives and all that we have to do is seek him Amen. so I'm glad that you said that because I don't have the same misconception as you mm-hmm. but no matter if you're Christian or if they're Christian or not when you're single God did not call you to settle down yet and if anything you're avoiding unsuccessful relationships when you just value your singleness because this is a season that God is trying to mold you in come on so that's good I feel like that's that's really good amen that's good that's good yeah so I guess I'm next um and a misconception that I have on uh holy dating or godly relationships is uh that when you're in a relationship that you won't face the temptation you know sexually Mm -hmm. you know I feel like a lot of times people say well when I start dating then I won't be tempted sexually you know with my boyfriend or girlfriend in any other way but I think that's not the case right that's not true and some verses I have first verse I have is be fruitful multiply now in the stance of me like speaking about like this misconception um there's three different ways or two different ways a person could be drawn to being tempted sexually in a relationship and just natu- naturally. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, when God made Adam and Eve, he says, be fruitful, multiply. Mm-hmm. So automatically, man was already given the desire to be fruitful, to have kids in, right. a, in a marriage between a husband and wife. So I believe yes. the fact and the being of sex itself is meant to be pure in a relationship mm-hmm. because it's given to God to man to flourish and to populate and propagate society that's why jesus is on the way the truth and the life so jesus gives life and in the beginning god gave life to mankind to propagate and expand and having life through kids Mm -hmm. so i feel that sex itself you know is a is a form of god blessing mankind in a relationship and marriage to have kids right so you may be saying well i'm in a relationship right now but i'm getting tempted well God doesn't tempt you, but I believe that sex itself is is a thing that God has blessed us to have, mm-hmm. you know, for us to be married, to have kids. Now, the second one, I want to make sure I establish this because maybe you're listening right now. You say, well, God made me gay. God made me a lesbian. Pause. Right. God didn't make you gay. God didn't make you a lesbian. I believe that sex itself, it can be pure and it can be impure. It can be defiled. Yeah. And many times in life, you get people, you know, who end up having sex outside of marriage and that sex has become defiled. Now, generational curses begin to be established and rooted inside that person where now they're kids. Yeah. Now, they've, now they're fighting a spirit of, of gayness, a spirit of homosexuality, a spirit right. of lesbianism. And now they're saying that God may be this way. Well, no, someone took what God blessed and called holy and pure for a husband and wife and used it and defiled it. Now they're facing a fight in something sexually that's unnatural based on something they did from what God had already blessed. Right. So I believe that there's two sides to why a person could be tempted. Either it's just your body, you know, and that's just biologically how we're all made. Or two, you know, a root or a spirit has been planted based on something that happened generally, 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 generationally, that was planted by maybe your mother or your dad or your grandparents. And that has rooted to you to where now you're fighting the demons they let in from Mm. something they did unnaturally in sex. You know, so I I feel like we have to understand that God doesn't tempt us, number one. Mm -hmm. And, And in a relationship, you know, number one, we have to have boundaries. 
The Bible right. says, well, there's no vision that people perish. So we have to have <clears throat> boundaries or a set of boundaries where we say, well, we're dating, but we're not going to do this. We're not going to be touching touching like this. We're not going to be kissing like this or doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that can lead to certain sin. That can lead to sexual yeah. sin. That can lead to you breaking that that holiness and purity of, mm-hmm. of a marriage because you're doing what married couples should should do. So there should be boundaries in that relationship. Mm-hmm. But even in that even in that relationship when there is boundaries, there still can be that that oomph to wanna do it. And right. No matter who you are, you can act yeah. holy all you want to. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. there. The right. temptation is there, yeah. and it's you have to have that that desire and that communication with that boy or girl that hey, we're not doing this, yeah. and I'm going to abstain from you know uh, this certain type of act and, and movement with you because I don't want us to do that. And that was my second verse: abstain mm-hmm. from the appearance of evil. We have to be willing to abstain from uh, categories of sin and categories of, of actions that can create that that person to fall in sin, where you now be tempted to give in to that same sin. Mm-hmm. And that's the next verse, which says, "Neither give place to the devil." Ephesians four. It says, "Be angry, sin not. Neither give place to the devil." So if we give in and we open that front door to Satan to come in mm-hmm. through that sexual sin, that can get that can then create uh, curses and generational curses that we have in our life when our kids have to fight mm-hmm. what we let in. So. That's different ways, two different ways I believe a person can be, you know, tempted, you know, sexually, yeah. you know, simply because it's biologically or it's just generation. How do you say it again? Generation. 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 Not to um, cut you off, but me and Jaden were actually just speaking about this, mm-hmm. that it's also about time and place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you got to be at the right time at the right place. And you got to still have these boundaries but like you said either way if you have the boundaries or not you're right. still going to get tempted mm-hmm. but that's why we discussed that it's about time and place too. Mm-hmm. what you mean by time and place elaborate on that so you gotta just know like like say you're alone mm-hmm. wrong place right. number right. one that's wrong true. place yeah. to kiss somebody if you're alone wrong right. place to kiss <laughs> wrong place to hug cause you know nobody's watching right. mm-hmm. obviously God is watching but you guys right. Yeah, right. Nobody here. Nobody's, nobody here is Nobody's yeah, actually present. seeing you do anything, so right. you're gonna feel more tempted in situations like that. Yeah, that's true. And that's just an example. Yeah, that's I feel a fact. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what you're saying, you were saying, um, no matter how holy you are, you know, you're still gonna get tempted. And I feel like even more, yeah. if you're in holiness, the devil's gonna tempt you even more mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're even stronger than right. what he anticipated the other people. Right. Other people, you just gotta give one little look right. of skin, and they're already, oh my god, I want right. that. Right. But right. people are already, you know, they're already in their word, they're already in their, uh, you know. In the walk of Christ and the relationship, the devil's gonna hit you even harder no matter where you're at. That's a fact. Yeah. Right. That's a fact. You gotta you, you have to know not only your boundaries in that relationship, but also know your own personal boundaries. Right. Exactly. Like there should be certain things you're saying, I'm not gonna do this because it may it may get them tempted, but it's gonna automatically get me tempted. You know, right. just, yeah. just to just to think like this and act like this, like yeah, there's certain precautions you have to be willing to take. And it can seem like real sketchy to the world, like you're you're doing too much or you're being too too religious but at the end of the mm-hmm. day you want to make sure if you're a man that you're leading your girlfriend right. who's going to soon be your wife into the kingdom of heaven and yeah. that's my number one sense I make like I want to lead my girlfriend to heaven mm-hmm. not just to the gates yeah. but into heaven to worship right. Jesus at his throne you know mm-hmm. so I don't I don't want to do anything that creates a stumbling block where she's stumbling and she's falling where it's like well what are you doing as the future head of the right. household future head mm-hmm. of the relationship so right. I also feel like that ties into modesty like our second episode because mm-hmm. we talked about like if something whatever it is if you're wearing it or doing it if you know it's gonna make somebody else lust why yeah. are you doing it mm-hmm. yeah 
So I feel like that's another thing that I can tie into. Being on your intention. Yes. And what your intentions are for, oh, why do you want to be alone over here? Or why are you wearing that? Or, you know, why do you want to kiss me on this part? What's your intention behind it? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If your intention is not just to be like, yo, cute, you know, I'm just going to kiss you real quick. Mm -hmm. If your intention is, oh, I want to do this to see where else it leads. Right. Right. You know, and your your partner actually doesn't even know that. It's just you. You lead both of your partner, you know. That's right. Down a slippery slope, right. and now their blood is on your hands because of something you did. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. That's good. That's true. It doesn't necessarily need to be a sin. I'm not saying kissing is a sin or whatever, but if it starts to lead down that road, you know, then that's where it can become a sin. That's where it can become exactly. that you start to fornicate or whatever. Yeah. 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 And that's a sin. And that's a that's sin. A sin. <laughs> right. So, what did you have? Jamie? It actually ties into my uh, misconception. The last part you were talking about, you know. But my misconception was that um, that you or your relationship will be saved because of your partner's salvation. And what that means is basically, oh, just, I could date this girl because she's a Christian, but I don't got to do any work. She does all the work. You know, she prays and whatever. So our, our relationship is going to be saved and I'm going to be saved because of that. That's yeah. false. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I can speak on this because I used to think like this. Back in middle school, back in high school, I used to see girls in church and stuff and I used to try to talk to them. And they, I, I don't know if they're, you know, really grounded in Christ or whatever, but I know definitely I really wasn't. Uh-huh. And I know for a fact it wasn't going to work out. But I got, um, and I actually have two uh, two misconceptions. It kind of goes the same way. Uh-huh. It's also don't flirt to convert. If you're already grounded in Christ, mm-hmm. don't like missionary that. date mm-hmm. to somebody else. Go to, different, go to a different girl and be like, you know what? I'm Christian. I know you're not saved, but I really like you. I really think you're yeah. cute. So I'm going to date you and I'm going to get you saved. Don't do right. that. Exactly. Not saying that it doesn't, that it can't work. God could do whatever. But most of the time, most of the time, it doesn't work. So I'll use, uh, Second Corinthians six fourteen, um, where Paul was talking about being unequally yoked. He said, "Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Mm-hmm. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? Right. How can light live in, live with darkness? What harmony can uh, there be between Christ and the devil? Right. How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And that, and what union can there be between God's temple and idols? Right. So basically, I like the way Paul speaks on this. He illustrates the yoke and the yoke basically was it was uh, two animals it was a tool to plow yep. with two animals and it was basically they had to be equally in size equally in weight so they could plow together yep. you wouldn't mix the ox with a horse because then the plowing would just be a bad job yeah, nothing would get plowed that's good and so he uses that verse in other words saying you can't get with somebody who's really strong in christ but you're not doing anything because then what you're doing you're just going to lead her down Mm -hmm. how can you expect there when something's bad oh you could pray for me but you're over here drinking and clubbing and doing whatever the heck you want and expect your relationship to still work out exactly if anything you're gonna lead her down a slippery slope because if she believes in no sex before marriage she's trying to keep that purity but you're on the other end you're just faking it to make it but when you're with her alone your intention is to have sex with her she's either gonna go one of two things and i'm saying she because most of the time this happens to men Men fall in this mm-hmm. a lot. That's right. That's Ladies are more inclusive. Not, not all the time. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're they're more the type to be in church, more the type right. you know to be in the word, more serious about it than guys I, are. I'm glad that you said that. Um, I just read that in a book today that girls, teen girls, are more likely to be in church than teen boys. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, I was just reading. That and it's because bo- boys are boys. Are, we're physically built different. There's a lot of our our hormones and everything. You know, they're they're all over. The, I mean, I don't know what girls are, but like guys are more when it comes to like. 
like sexual no, yeah. temptation. Yeah, it's very is way more. It's way stronger. Than, yeah, it's way, way, way stronger. Like, than it's than like a woman. two times stronger. Yeah. Than yeah. Like, like bullets, I was just talking bro. to Gigi about that like the other like, like last week. I'm like a man's testosterone sexually is like, insane. You can't compare it to a woman. You yeah, can't. you can't. Especially when you're like 18 to like 25. Like yeah, you still like in your Kobe era. Yeah, like, bro. Like, in your middle school, you can turn on anything. You're like, oh, so no, but yeah, uh, what I was saying. So yeah, so like, I'll use this as an example. If you have a, uh, so I'm gonna use the girl. She's in church, and the guy's not in church like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if she, if they're both in a room together, and she knows that she wants to be pure, and this other guy is really trying to tempt her, and I know a lot of unbelievers, they'll use that. Oh well, you know, we gotta we gotta have sex in order to our relationship grow stronger. They think that girl's relationship. That don't grow right. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and so it will almost be like a manipulation of her, yeah. where then she'll either have two options: I could leave this guy and start somewhere else, but I really love him, and I don't want to lose him, so I have to do this. Right. And on that, and then you start getting turned down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what goes to my other point: how you can't flirt to convert. If you are a Christian and you are no, and you know you're grounded in Christ, you cannot. And I said, I not that you can't, like it's not impossible. That's not possible, but it's not smart. Just because just because it's possible doesn't mean you should do it. That's nah. a fact. Because it's permissible, don't mean yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, so you, if I'm grounded in Christ, I'm not gonna go to somebody and be like, "Oh, you're not saved, but I think you're really cute, but we can make this work out." I can start bringing you to church because yeah. at the end of the day, you're gonna be carrying on her baggage. Mm-hmm. And as a man, I'll use this. Uh, as a man, you're supposed to be the head of your household when you're married, you know. And I'll use Ephesians five uh, twenty one. It says, "And further submit to one another out of uh, reverence for Christ." For wives, this means submit to your husband as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, and as Christ is the head of the church. That right there basically says it all. The husband yeah. is supposed to be the lead. You're not supposed to have your woman lead you in Christ. No, yeah. you're supposed to be the lead. You're I supposed to be the head of your household. So how do you think that would tie into like a dating relationship like rather than marriage? In a dating relationship? It, it's still the same. Yeah, yeah, same okay. thing. I mean, you guys don't live with each other. Right. But I don't think that, um, that you're... Wife, I mean, there, there's times where like, like with me and you, where you, as a in, a in a godly relationship, you're always gonna check each other. You're gonna be like, yeah. you've done it with me. Hey, have you been reading your Bible? And you'll check me. No, I haven't been reading my Bible. You know, I gotta start reading my Bible, and that's no problem. You know, we slip up here and there, but I'm talking about like a lifestyle of sin and a lifestyle totally different than your other partner's lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not also not saying that if your partner is a worship leader and you're doing <coughs> sound and production, mm-hmm. y'all can still as long as your spirit is. In the in a firm foundation, that's fine. But I'm more spiritually speaking. If y'all not in the same lane, right. it's most likely not going to work out, and exactly. that's very dangerous. And I would advise to either get out of that relationship while you can, and to not get married. Because once you get married, it's going to be even harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you guys got to stick that out. Right. And now you have to deal with different morals, and then you got to exactly. deal with different ways to raise your kids. Yep. And you got to deal with you know. It, exactly. It, it just and it'll a, be like um, unequally yoked. No, literally, it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be a more complicated picture. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, um, I'm glad that you said that because I used to be in a relationship like that where I was a church girl and then my boyfriend was the one who was in the world and like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, if I date him, um, it's going to be fine. I can bring him to church. He's yeah. going to, you know, he's going to be Christian one day. And Dude, how did that I love, <laughs> I love how like your sister, so Jaden's sister had sent an analogy one day that if you're standing on the on a chair, like say I'm standing on a chair, uh-huh. and he's like right here, mm-hmm. 
it's easier for him to pull me down than it is for me to pull pick him up. Him up. Yeah, that's literally. true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, that's I was like, that's really good. Yeah. And I'm like, that was literally me. Like, not that long ago. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Y'all, y'all have to. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because everybody can say it, yeah. <laughs> 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 I just listened. You said it, but mm-hmm. she's like, that's good. Mm-hmm. I just listened to it. That's that. That's that podcast talk. That's that podcast. Like, that's so good. That's, that's so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me try. It. Okay. Yes, very yeah. good. That was basically mine. Very um, good. Really good. Yeah. Um. So, me, my misconception was that dating will maximize my purpose in God. Basically, meaning that like God can use use you better when you're in a relationship. But that's not true. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Matthew six thirty three: seek the kingdom of God above all else, yep. and that everything else will fall into place, which Gigi touched on already. Um, don't. It's not our job to think about relationships when we're single, because our singleness is an intentional season. There's a reason that's why good. we're single. Yeah. We're not single for no reason, that's and good. God is just using that. To build us, and and that way, we can actually have a successful relationship and have a relationship that is rooted in Christ, amen. because that way we know our identity in Christ. That's good, yeah. right? That's so, fact. amen. So, my second um verse was First Corinthians seven seventeen, which was each of you should continue to live in whatever situation the Lord has placed you, and remain as you were when God first called you. This is my rule for all the churches. So Paul was giving these instructions on marriage. And in this verse, he specifically speaks to wives of husbands who were not saved. Mm-hmm. So they were unequally yoked. But he's, he's telling them, like, no, stay where you are. Because because you're Christian, you're going to pull your husband up. Yep. That's what Paul was saying. Yeah. But we have to take into account that the, he's talking about marriage here. Mm-hmm. So if you're dating, and it's it's the other way around, you like you you can go, you can like you can you escape, can you can yeah. exit. Right. So um, basically, God just wants to use us where we are now. Like if we're single, um, single or married, and we're not supposed to find a relationship to figure out God's purpose in our life because yeah. oftentimes His purpose in this season of our singleness. Um, it will be harder if we're in a relationship. So, like, say you need to get really involved with the church. It's going to be harder if you are in a relationship and you're so involved. You're going to be so busy. It's just not going to work out. And so, I just feel like you need to take this time to just seek the Lord and ask Him what He wants for you in that season of your life. And me, I'm not going to lie to you, I loved my single life. Jada knows that, though. (laughs) I loved my single life so much, but that's because... I had just started to realize who I am in Christ. Started to value it. I started to value it. Exactly. I started to value who my identity in Christ. Um, but before that, I hated my single life because I wasn't truly founded in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't founded in Christ. So I was like, okay, I need a boyfriend. I need something to fulfill this void. Right. I need this like... It's a... I call it the God-shaped void because nobody can fill that void. Anything you do, nothing can fill the void. So, that void, I was looking for for, um, validation in boys or in other things. And it would just never work. But once I gave my life to God and actually found my identity 
in Christ, that's when I started to love my singleness. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, this is this mm-hmm. is this has purpose. Yeah. Amen. And that that kind of so, goes with what Gigi was saying. You know yeah. that having a partner doesn't um how do you say it? Doesn't uh fill the void, fill the fill the void. void of, of being lonely. Exactly. You, you, if you're you can still be lonely with somebody. That's because like I said before, um if you're with somebody, I mean, being lonely is different than being single. Right. Single is just, you know, you're, you're building yourself. You're, you know, you're not yeah. with somebody else physically. But being lonely, that's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Being lonely means that I, I really don't know if people love me. I, you know, I'm trying to find love in different areas. Right. Yeah. But God doesn't give a spirit of loneliness. Amen. He gives right. a spirit, you know, he gives a spirit power. of joy with power, love, love and sound mind. mind. Come on. Yes. That's so good. if you're feeling lonely, that's not from God. That's from Satan. That's a life in the pit of hell. You're not lonely. Right. God's with you every night. He's with you wherever you go. He's around you. He's omnipresent. So the fact that you're feeling lonely, that's not God. No. Exactly. Like, um, oh, I don't know if I said this, guys. I'm reading from NLT, New Living Translation. Um, but that ties into what Jaden is saying, too, because Galatians 6.4, it says, Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. And in this verse, um, this message is from Paul to the church in Galatia. And the majority of it was about how to be free in Christ. And in this verse, Paul advises us not to compare ourselves to anyone else, right? And I feel like this really resonated with me because my single life, my single walk, it was distracted at first. Even after me giving my life to God, it was distracted because the enemy knew I just gave my life to God. So he was trying to tempt me Mm. in ways that I didn't even understand yet. I was still vulnerable to the world because I had just given my life to God. So I was very distracted at first. But God was teaching me over time. It's not an overnight process, but he was teaching me over time that if I'm going to be single, I have to live like a godly single woman. Yeah, that's good. Amen. And I had to cut ties, a yeah. lot of ties. Yeah. It, it was really hard, but at the end of the day, it's better for your walk with God, if you just have to cut whoever it is, it could be anybody. It could be your best friend. It was my best friend, and I had to cut that tie. What mm-hmm. does it say? Love is sacrifici- sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. sacrificial. Yeah, God's yeah. love. Yeah, God. you love yeah, God so much God, that you have to sacrifice, sacrifice yeah. what's not good. Yeah. If you want to let go of that relationship, mm-hmm. you need to let go. I'll mm-hmm. say this too: before you date, don't try to find somebody whose boyfriend or girlfriend material. They should already be in their wife material Come or husband on. material. Yes. You know, when you date somebody, you're not supposed to, uh, how do you say it? Uh, <laughs> oh, what are you going to say? He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Oh, yeah. He yes. finds a wife finds a good thing. Literally. Yeah, the Bible doesn't really talk about, you know, dating. It always talks about a wife and a husband. So make exactly. sure that whoever you are going to date already has the qualities of a wife and a husband. Don't try to build That's them good. as a husband. That's you can't, good. You can't, you can't build your wife. You can't build your husband. They already have to be built by themselves. Like, we are we are wives and husbands right mm-hmm. now. Right. Right now. We're just not in covenant. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. But you have that so, mentality. You have a wife mentality. You have right. to you have, have that mentality. mentality. You don't want to exactly. get married to a boyfriend mentality. No. It's like they don't work. They don't, you know, they don't do anything. They just sit around, slope around. You don't they, don't, they don't know their walk with God. Yeah. yeah. They don't know who they are at all. They in don't Christ. know their identity. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the fuck? That's good. But like, and if you're single right now, like, the fact that you're single right now and you're seeking Christ, mm-hmm. you know, this is the time and a season. Because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, to everything there's a season, a time for every purpose yes. of the heaven. Mm-hmm. So the season and the time that you're in right now being single is not meant to make you feel defaulted or feel alone. 
But the next verse and the later verses says that he has made everything beautiful in his time. Mm -hmm. So the season that you're in right now is to bring you to being that husband or wife that your spouse is already looking for right now. Yep. So right. The, you can't look at your you can't look at your singleness as something like, well, I'm single. That means God doesn't want me to, to be married, mm -hmm. or that means no one doesn't love me. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. That's not the case because I ain't gonna lie, I was single for like five years. Right. Like I was in, like I'm in college on like not turn girls down. I talked to the girls like singles. I knew that I didn't want to just date a girl to date a girl mm -hmm. and take up space. I wanted a wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it took patience. It took God to prove me. It took God to, to pull out branches and, and to give me new ideas and to instill in me the qualities of what it is to be a godly husband. Mm -hmm. right. Not just at the future, but at the present moment. So right. when I did find my wife, who will be my girlfriend, she would understand and be able to look at me and say, this is a man of Christ. This mm -hmm. is, you know, Jesus, but not Jesus. Because Jesus is, right. you know, when people see us, they should see him. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So your spouse should be able to look at you and say, even though we're your husband and wife yet, I'm looking at Jesus right now mm -hmm. because I yeah. see him through you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So okay. the singleness that you that you may be in right now, don't look at it as something like, you know, you're being punished. Right. Look at look at it as, as, a, as a stepping stool for you to be able to go to that new dimension right. for you to be no. that husband or wife that Amen. God is not only calling you to be before also for your husband mm -hmm. or wife that's it's, for you. It's, it's your practice time. It's your time to, you know, deal with yourself, build yourself up spiritually, mentally, <laughs> physically. Yes. That's literally all it is. That, that, that's how I looked at it when I was single because I, I was single for basically all my life. Right. I I would talk to girls here and there, but I, I I never really had a girlfriend. India was my first girlfriend. We've been dated for how and long? Two about to be two. About years. to be two years in June. About to be two years in June. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I basically took my singleness, and I, I was somebody who there was a person where I'd be like, dang, bro, like this. I'm a single for mad long. I'm about to be a senior already, and I'm I still don't have a girlfriend. You Listen. know. And I would catch myself yeah. doubting my doubting myself, doubting God, doubting yeah. if I'm ever gonna find a wife or this is gonna be a forever thing. Mm -hmm. Now I really like, nah, it's not like that. You know, no. I'm I'm not dating somebody. It could be another form of God's protection on me. Because well, he has somebody for me already. I just got to keep working on myself and yeah. God will, it will show up. But I love that for you too. Like you weren't finding relationships in between them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they just, like you said, they were, they find relationships to fill spaces. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, the, and, the, and there was times where I would talk to girls and now I would literally, to myself, I would think like, uh, you know, they were doing stuff. And not to say, and here's another thing too, just because she's in church doesn't mean She's really? with Christ. Because <laughs> she's in church, don't mean she. Yeah, don't mean Christian. Same thing, vice versa. Same thing with him. If yeah. he's in church, don't mean he's a Christian. Yeah. You, you got to look at the fruit. You got to look at how they walk. Definitely. You know, they got to they gotta represent Christ. If they don't represent Christ, then you got to double check your feelings. If they take the name but not the cross, the name true. That's right. There you go. That's right. That's good. But yeah, I, I will talk to different I will talk to different females and I'll just, nah, I'm not feeling this. Not cut it off. I ain't feeling this. Not cut it off. And God, <laughs> God gives us conviction. Yeah, he does. In our relationships. Yeah. He's like, you know you're not supposed to be yeah. in this relationship. And not yeah. saying that those people are bad people. They just don't line up with what God asked for me or what God calls us to have in a, in a wife or in a husband. Exactly. Or simply how to live. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that was that was <laughs> you got something to say? No, I was going to tie into what you said about um, you being single for a long time. Mm -hmm. Talk, Gigi. Y'all, I never had yeah, a girl, talk, you talk. I never had a boyfriend, Matthew, Brantley, the third. <laughs> My first boyfriend. First boyfriend. So, like, when I was, okay, I'm not going to lie. I used to get so influenced, like just seeing um, people in relationships, it made me want to settle for less, mm -hmm. right? But um, by the grace of God, I didn't settle for less, and now I have been blessed. 
Yay! Wait, my man! Shama! Yes! Testimonio. That's a testimony. What does Shamas mean? It's, it's like a... I thought it was tongues. Yeah. I'm about to roll off with it. That's <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, so I feel like that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. Value your singleness. Mm-hmm. I feel like out of all of our things, that's one thing we can relate to, is valuing <laughs> our singleness. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah so... Value your singleness and uh, set boundaries. And if you, are, boundaries. if you are in a relationship, set boundaries. I've seen people who are in relationships and they both were a man and woman of God, but... They ended up that having boundaries and they were with each other and they were just still they were taking steps by steps of stair flights that led to them having sex and yeah. their relationship broke apart. Mm-hmm. So you have to set step you have to set boundaries of set what you're not gonna do. You're not gonna be alone together in a dark old house together by yourself. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, it's just, hey, you have to have those those boundaries. And it may sound corny, but I guarantee you you look back when you're married and say, I thank God I did that. Because right. if I didn't yeah. do that, we wouldn't have be a here kid. right now. Right. <laughs> you, you, you'll probably have a kid at 19 or something years old. You don't have finances for that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that's that kind of goes with you know, and that also goes with being unequally yoked. Because if you're having sex with somebody who's not spiritually right, now you mm. deal with their baggage spiritually. Because yeah. 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 having sex, sex is, is not sex. sex yes, it's not a physical. It's not just a physical thing. Right. It's physical, emotionally. You you uh, you connect literally right. in the mind and everything. And yeah. even though she is a Christian. Because y'all ain't married, don't mean because I'm sorry. Because she is a Christian, or you, because he's a Christian, mm-hmm. don't mean I can just have sex. Yeah. Right. Sex was a blessing, a blessing for a husband and wife, and that's mm-hmm. why the Bible says the marriage uh-huh. bed should not be undefiled. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which means that when you, you go. go about having sex and you're not married, you are taking away, you're stealing the blessing and the anointing that God placed upon a husband and wife to have and having sex. So yeah. sex isn't a curse. Mm-hmm. People take that blessing and they use it in a wrongful manner for their own mm-hmm. works, and this is where you have. You know, generational curses, unnatural sexual relationships, and unnatural sexual intercourse. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we've Sex used God's actually, gift. Yeah. It's actually yeah. an act of worship. It yeah. is worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's meant for husband and wife. Yeah. Exactly. Husband and wife. Gotta yep. be in covenant. Right. Strengthen your love together. Yeah. In covenant. In covenant. In covenant. In covenant. Keyword in covenant. Episode title. In covenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In covenant. In covenant. <laughs> Make sure you're in covenant. <laughs> Yeah, don't that's be taking good. bits and pieces out of this. Like, always oh, say, have sex. Uh, no, <laughs> right. no, 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 in covenant. Yeah, let's make that clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also, don't get married just because of sex. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother He's foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing <laughs> another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just take that. Don't don't get married to someone well, just because you're like, oh, I can't have sex because we're dating. So let's get married and then we can do it. Uh, right. Your marriage is going to end up a whole lot of yep. flames. Yeah, yep. That That's that could good. be our number two. Number two, part two. Yeah, number part two, two, part two. We all back. We about to have we're guys. We're gonna have them again, cause um, again, they're our boyfriends, so we kind of have direct <laughs> access to them. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really hope that you guys can come back because I really yeah. enjoyed you guys having. I know who can come on. Who? John Rose. Yes. Mm. John Rose, I'm calling you out. John Rose, we're calling you out. out. <laughs> We calling y'all out yes. for our next episode. That's mm-hmm. also a foreshadow. Yep. But Jaden, you're yes. gonna take us into prayer oh, today. Oh yes. Well, yes. Yeah, so let us pray. And then, yeah.
Lord Father God, we thank you for this day, Father God. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this podcast that you've given us, Father. I thank you for India and Gigi for getting their minds together and putting us together, Father God, for being obedient to what you want them to do in this season, Father God. I pray right now, Father, that if it be your will that this podcast will take off, Father God, that it will reach other people in different nations, Father God, and it will reach people, Father God, in different households who are going through different um, situations, Father God. I pray that whoever listens to this, Father, that your spirit will dwell in them, Father God, that your spirit, Father God, will change them, Father God, that they'll be able to listen and hear with a clean heart, Father God, and they'll be able to listen with um, with open ears, Father God, and an open heart, Father God. So we thank you for what you're going to do in this in this podcast, Father God, and I thank you for having Matt here in the name of Jesus, bringing the word in, Father God, and, you know, spitting facts of uh, different uh, relationship um, advice that we need, Father God, and India and Gigi as well. So I just thank you for what you're going to do, Father God, and I pray your blessing over this podcast and whoever listens to this. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. 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 So we will see you guys in our next episode. Don't forget, every Thursday, 7 p.m. You better be on that phone. For this be week. on. Be yes. on it. So we'll see you guys won't. next week. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>